It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Open Forum Wednesday. We can go in any direction you want. Uh, the Kings, in one hour, will conclude their final game before the All-Star break. And it has been a disastrous stretch to get to the All-Star break, beginning with the loss in Cleveland where they got blown out. Then they come home and lose to the worst team in the NBA, Detroit. Beat Denver. Then they lose at Oklahoma City and lose last night. 130 to 125 to the Phoenix Suns. Now, it is a back-to-back tonight for Sacramento, but they are getting a break. No Murray, no Caldwell Pope for the Denver Nuggets. So they're down two starters, including their outstanding point guard, uh, Jamal Murray. I still don't think the Kings win the game tonight. Michael Malone is going to have his team ready to roll after getting beat badly twice by Sacramento and Milwaukee. And uh, trust me, Michael Malone does not want to go into the break losing uh, these type of games. So I still think Denver wins the game tonight. We'll see if the Kings have any energy. But it has been a a disastrous stretch as the Kings have gone during this stretch from fifth in the West to eighth in the West. And, I mean, I keep saying this. They are who they are, right? Like, you're not just going to wake up one day and, all of a sudden, the Kings are going to be a good defensive team or a good low post team or, you know, they, they are what they are. And I I don't have a lot of confidence that if they make the playoffs, that they're going to be effective. And I say if because, you know, if you're in the play-in tournament at 7, 8, 9, or 10, only two of those four teams get in. So I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. I, I really don't. That was a tough loss last night. Uh, against the Phoenix Suns. Another double-digit lead lost in the second half, up by 11 in the third, had a couple of opportunities down the stretch, and they couldn't get a rebound. Maybe they got screwed on a call, couldn't make a free throw. I mean, there are a lot of reasons. But here's the bottom line, all right? Losses are losses, whether they're, you know, close games, whatever you want to say. But last night was a game That is painful because they played well enough to win. Again, up double digits in the third. Chance in the final minute to win a couple different occasions, and they lose. So now, as I said, when you look at that stretch that started with Cleveland to end up that road trip, and then you get beat by the Pistons, for crying out loud, you know, beat Denver, and now here you are, 0-2 on this three-game trip. So this has been a brutal stretch. For Sacramento. And we knew it would be difficult 
when we looked at the schedule. But as I said tonight, no Jamal Murray, no Contavious Caldwell Pope. So, you know, you get a break. You're taking on a Nuggets team uh, that is shorthanded. All right, the 49ers have parted ways with defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. I'm not surprised. I mean, the 49ers defense was absolutely terrible in the playoff win over Green Bay and in the playoff win over Detroit. I thought they played better in the Super Bowl, although, you know, when they needed the defense the best, they couldn't stop Kansas City at the end of the game or on that final drive in overtime. So they're going to go in a different direction. I'm fine with that. I, I think the Niners defense regressed. So I, I'm not surprised. I'm really not. I don't have a problem with it. I think that it's the right move uh, for the 49ers. All right, which way do you want to go today? Who wants to lead me off on this Wednesday? Why don't we get to some phone calls and we start with Jay. Jay, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, Grant, good. You know, I totally agree with you. I think it was time for the 49ers to do something different with their defense. Uh, that defense is way too good to have the, some of the struggles that they've had. Um, um, I think it was like there was like three or four weeks left in the season, and I think I chatted, chatted with uh, you and Sean, and I brought up the concern about their run defense at that point in time because, like, wait a minute, you know, this – there, there's some there's some challenges here. You know, when they're blowing teams out, the other team is not running the ball. They're passing, so they weren't exposed. But on the closer games, they, that run defense was just too porous. And um, you know, it did it did it did get a little it did get a little bit better. You know, as we got into the playoffs, but it wasn't as dominant as it could have been. And it did feel it, based on the talent, it did feel like there was a, a coaching situation there especially compared to years past with the other coordinators we had that just seemed to handle that defense. Um, they got, they got more results out of them. It felt like. Yeah. I mean, Robert Sala, uh, D'Amico Ryans, uh, the defenses were better under them than uh, Wilkes. I mean, I, again, I thought the Niners defense was very disappointing for the most part in the playoffs. And again, I thought they played much better in the Super Bowl. but you know, when you needed the defense the most at the end of the game, they, they were on the field. They couldn't get off the field to allow the Chiefs to score. And then they drive in overtime. So, yeah, I'm, I have no problem with this move by the 49ers. I really don't. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, as hard as, as a 49er fan, you know, it's, it's hard to take that loss and be okay with it. But watching the game, you know, it, uh, I just felt like, you know, if when the 49ers weren't able to score a touch like what you said yesterday or the day before that when the 49ers weren't able to get get points after that interception that seemed to be like all right you're you're leaving the door wide open for Kansas City and even with um, Moody missing that extra point uh, I was um, when the Kansas City would have gone for it on that fourth and goal, and they they were they were they were they were not really having a problem moving the ball at that point in the game, and um, they could have they there's, there's it's likely they would have scored a touchdown. So the the missed extra point would, wouldn't have changed things um, dramatically, other than they would have had a touchdown instead of a field goal. So the, uh, the you know I I feel like the the the, the 49ers more lost the game themselves than Kansas City beat them, but it's because the 49ers left the door open for Mahomes to do his thing, and they just executed better in the fourth quarter and overtime than the 49ers did. Yeah, and again, you know, the fluke play on the punt 
I mean, how often is it going to happen where, you know, the ball bounces off the foot, you know, of a player uh, on, on, on a punt, and then the very next play, Kansas City scores. But, yeah, when they intercepted Mahomes and they had the ball in excellent field position and did not get any points, that was a very bad stretch for the 49ers there. you got to come away with at least three points there. You really do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, also, I want to congratulate in our, in our um, Pick'em League, I, uh, the person that won, uh, is, uh, it's, uh, their moniker is, I'd rather be fishing, and they did an amazing job. I think you finished, you finished above 500. I think you finished seventh or eighth. Um, uh, but uh, we're going to get a $100 gift certificate out to uh, awesome. I'd rather be fishing, and, and uh, uh, Ryan helped me to chase that person down, and, and uh, we'll get that taken care well, of. But that was, that was you, a Jay. fun league. You know, it, 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 one of the things – I was really surprised at how many people were actually able to stay over 500 because that was a point spread league. But uh, yep. for all of us that were under 500, that proves why uh, we shouldn't be in Vegas every week because uh, Vegas, right. is, you know, knows, knows so right. much more than we do, right? And I, you know, I didn't even real, I haven't even looked at where I was. So I did finish over 500. I wasn't even aware of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you did. Uh, okay. Because there was about, there was about 50 people in the league. I think you finished eighth. I think you beat Flynnbot. I think Flynnbot finished tenth. Your buddy Flynnbot. Oh, okay. Um, I'm glad I yeah. beat him. Yeah, yeah, you got bragging right, you got bragging rights there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that was fun. So, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll thank Ryan for putting all that together, and uh, um, uh, we'll chase. I'd rather be fishing down and, and get him his reward. <laughs> hey, Jay, thank you very much for that. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, it was fun. Glad to help. Good, good show. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate it. All right. If you want to get in Thank on you. the show, uh, you can do so. Why don't we say hello to Connor? Connor, welcome. How are you today? Doing good, Grant. I got a class starting in a couple minutes. So I just, you can take this off the air, but I wanted to tell you about a breaking story that Isaiah Stewart, the guy that kind of acted like a maniac towards LeBron a couple years ago, apparently he punched Sun Center, Drew Eubanks in the face pregame today. So that's a developing story to look out for. Okay, so back up. When, when this happened today? Yeah, the game starts in under an hour, so I guess on the court. And he, pun and he punched. He allegedly punched two in the face. Drew Eubanks. He's the Suns' backup center. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, just we'll wanted to tell on. you about that. Keep an eye on it. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Good luck in your class. All right. Uh, if you want to get in on the program. Uh, raise your hand uh, and we will do it. Open forum Wednesday. So, you know, we can go in any direction you want, whether it's uh, the NFL, the NBA, or anything that doesn't have to do with sports, such as the tragedy today in Kansas City. You know, I didn't really talk about that. I was thinking about it. What, what am I going to say? Right? So we have another shooting in the United States of America. And, you know, I understand that it was in conjunction. Well, I shouldn't say it's in conjunction. That would be totally inaccurate. It happened right after the uh, Chiefs parade. But, you know, it's a tragedy. It's not a sports story. It's a, it's a, it's a news story. It's not a sports story. And even though it's open forum Wednesday and we can talk about that, the, the problem is, you know, we see stories like that and we're like, well, gee, we just had a story like that the other day, and we had a story like that last week, and we had a story like that two weeks ago and last month. And so, you know, I don't have any answers. You know, I really don't. Um, 
I was thinking about this today upon hearing the news, and I really mean this. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. I was talking to my, you know, my very close friend, George McPhee, when Vegas had their Stanley Cup parade, and I asked him, you know, are you concerned about that? And, you know, they were talking about all of the security and the measure, the security measures that went into that particular parade. But think about today, think about all the police, think about all law enforcement, think about all the undercover law enforcement at an event, you know, in the, in the parade itself and then the surrounding areas. And you still have just a, a despicable incident where currently one person has lost their life and uh, 22 other are injured. But that's not a sports story. You know, just because the Chiefs were celebrating their Super Bowl with a parade and then there happened to be a shooting, that's not a sports story. You know, that's a news story. I mean, it's still a, a, an awful story. You can characterize them, put it in any category you want. It's still bad and it's still like, it's just like, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I really don't. It's just really sad. All right, again, if you want to get in on the program, easy to do. Raise your hand. Don't forget the uh, pregame show with Ryan uh, coming up at 530. Jerry Reynolds will join us at halftime. And then uh, me and Ryan will be on at uh, postgame right after the game. So, you know, listen, here, here's the deal. You're in eighth place, right? You're going against a team that did not play last night. That's coming off a couple of bad losses, including Sacramento. You have no Jamal Murray at point, and you have no Contavious Caldwell-Pope. So what's the deal? Nikola Jokic, that's the deal, right? Aaron Gordon, a Denver team that doesn't lose three games in a row very often. And a Sacramento team that desperately needs a win before the All-Star break. This is a very bad stretch. Very bad stretch. You know, when you lose to the Detroit Pistons, that's bad. Okay? Losing to Cleveland on the road, not bad. Losing to Oklahoma City on the road, not bad. Losing to Phoenix, to me it was bad the way they lost last night. You know, to me that's a bad loss. Uh, oh, to me, Oklahoma City is a better team than Sacramento. They've got a the best player in Shea Gilgos-Alexander. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. The, the game last night, Sacramento should have won that game. That's difficult. You know, that, those are the ones that you look back on and you're like, just like a couple of weeks ago in Phoenix. You know, Sacramento should have won that game. And they did not. So, yeah, you can break this down and look at it any way you want. But eighth place is eighth place. And the top four are pretty much out of reach, barring a catastrophic injury to one of those teams. So, you know, you're going to be on the road, which I'm okay, actually, because I think the Kings, you could make an argument they're better on the road than they are at home. But if you have to get into the play-in tournament, if you're not top six, and you got to play a team like the Warriors or the Lakers, I mean, I don't know about you. To me, that's not a recipe for success. It's just not, not, especially with the way the Kings shoot free throws. And I just, you know, if you get a night where you're not making your threes against one of those teams, you're not winning. You're not winning. So, you know, if you're seventh or eighth, you get a chance to lose and you can still play and get in if you win the second game. But not if you're nine and 10, nine and 10 single elimination, right? The loser. 
is done, and the winner then plays the loser of 7-8. And that's your playoff teams. That's not a recipe for success. You do not want that at all if you're Sacramento. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And if you, you want to talk about not making the playoffs this year, that would be a disaster for this franchise. And I, I honestly believe you would have big-time changes next year for the Kings. I'm just going to tell you that right now on February 14th, 2024, that if the Kings don't make the playoffs this year, you are going to see big changes. Okay? Mark my words on that. I'm predicting that right now. If you do not see this team in the playoffs, there will be big changes on the team next year. And right now, I'm very leery about the Kings finishing in the top six. Not because of where they are in the standings, but because of how they've played all year. This is a very... Jekyll and Hyde team. They lack consistency. They're bad on defense. And Monty McNair decided not to make a move at the deadline. Now you got no Sasha Vizankov. And I don't think he's going to play the rest of the regular season. That would be my take. It's purely a guess, by the way. And I think he was a guy that was going to play significantly more minutes here after the All-Star break. But now you don't have him. And you know, if you happen to have one more injury, which you probably will have at some point, then you're like, uh-oh. So, yeah, this is not looking good. Not looking good right now. And if you lose tonight, what an awful way to go into the All-Star break. What an awful way if you lose tonight. I mean, think about how excited everyone was going into the Cleveland game when they were 5-1 and one on the road trip, right? So you lose to Cleveland and you get smoked. So you're five and two, and you're like, okay, good road trip. Excellent road trip. Five and two? Yeah. A plus, okay? Or A, whatever. But, you know, the point is, it's an excellent road trip. And then you come home, 
and get blown off the court by the Pistons. You know, they dominated the game in the fourth quarter. Then you beat Denver. You catch them on a second night of a back-to-back. Now you go on the road and you lose both games. And here you are. You know, here you are. A game that's going to be very difficult to play. The Aaron Fox played 40 minutes last night. Sabonis played a lot of minutes. Monk played a lot of minutes. That was a very late arrival into Denver last night because of the TNT start time. Okay? You lose an hour. Well, shouldn't say you lose an hour. That would be incorrect. But you, you, I meant to say you lose an hour with the start time. Normally, that game would have started at 7 o'clock local time instead of 8 o'clock. All right? So that's what I meant by you lose an hour. You don't lose an hour with the time difference because uh, Phoenix currently is in the mountain time. All right? When the clocks change, then they go into the Pacific time. Pacific time. Pacific daylight time. So, But you lost an hour with the start time. So, you know, I'm, I'm guessing that game was a long game. By the time you get wheels up, it's 12.30. To, you know, you don't get into Denver until close to 3 in the morning. And now you, you do get a break, though. You know, you're taking on a Nuggets team, down two starters, including Murray. So we'll see which Kings team shows up. But again, Ryan in Sacktown will have the pregame show coming up at the bottom of this hour over on my YouTube channel if you don't like that. Then Jerry Reynolds will join us at halftime, and then me and Ryan will be on uh, post game. Now, I want to update everybody tomorrow. Jerry Reynolds is going to come on the YouTube channel tomorrow at 5 o'clock, okay? We're going to do a 5 o'clock show tomorrow on, if you don't like that, to talk about the first half, the all-star break, and everything else. So make sure you join us tomorrow at 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock, all right? It's going to be a 5 o'clock show on If You Don't Like That. All right, anyone else want to talk today? If not, we'll make this a quick show because Ryan's getting ready to do uh, the pregame show coming up at the bottom of the hour, getting you ready for Kings basketball as they take on the Nuggets coming up at 6. Again, no Murray, no Caldwell Pope for the Nuggets. So, again, Sacramento catching a little bit of a break there. Then tomorrow, again, 5 o'clock, Jerry Reynolds to talk about the first 50-plus games. Then you get in the stretch drive. You will examine the schedule a little bit. We'll talk about some of the good things. You know, right now, is anybody playing better than DeMontis Sabonis? I mean, what a machine he is. That guy's not on the All-Star team. What a travesty. You know I me, mean? Fox, I'm okay with Fox not being on the All-Star team. Personally, I don't think he should be on the All-Star team this year. But as far as Sabonis, that's a disgrace. By the way, Michael Malone made it known in the pregame press conference tonight that he voted for Sabonis to be on the All-Star team. I, I like Michael Malone. You know what? And he probably would have come out and said he didn't vote for him if he didn't. That's just, you know, Michael's a stand-up guy. I have a lot of respect for Michael Malone. I really do. And I'll tell you, I'd be very surprised. I will be very surprised. Even though the Nuggets are down two starters, I will be very surprised if you don't get the A version of the Nuggets tonight coming off back-to-back losses. All right? I think Jokic is going to go huge tonight. I will see how much gas the Kings have left in the tank. But I still think the Nuggets are going to win this game tonight. But we'll talk about it coming up. All right, so be sure uh, just in about nine minutes, go over to the YouTube channel if you don't like that and catch Ryan's pregame show. And then we'll have halftime and postgame. All right, thank you, everybody. Make it a good rest of your Wednesday. 
and Kings basketball tonight. We look forward to talking about it. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.